Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fit at 30 Something Show. I am your host, Coach T, and this episode is for anybody, whether you are experiencing joint aches and pains or not, because we are going to be covering why your body can't handle what it used to be able to in your 20s, what you might have been doing in your 20s, and even now that could be causing problems and even causing future problems, and what you need to do to prevent and manage that pain and those injuries so that you can keep your body young, strong, fighting fit and injury free in your 30s and well beyond your 30s. So this topic came up because I was in the gym yesterday and I met a lady. Well, I walked past this woman who was doing these exercises and I recognized these exercises because I'd seen them before. They were the boring type of rehab exercises that you need to do they're like they're small they're slow they're just they're just tedious so I said to her are you doing rehab exercises and we had we started this conversation and she's like yes I'm trying to fix my hip pain I'm working with a physio and a PT to try to fix my hip pain and I said to her oh my god I've also like I recognize those exercises because I've also had a hip like pain before as well and um and I know how, and I know how tedious these exercises are. And then it just opened up this conversation. She started talking to me about what she's doing, type of exercises that, she, that she's doing. And I said to her, "Do you know mine was so bad that I literally couldn't even lift my leg to put my sock on. Like I needed to get into in and out of bed or in and out of a car. I needed to physically use my hands to lift my leg in and out. And this is somebody who, um, you know, I'm quite active. I stretch, I work out, and that was part of the problem. Is that before I became a PT and was trained properly to learn how to move properly with form and technique, I had just jumped straight into the gym. I think I started training with weights maybe around 20, 21, and um, you know, heavy lifting. Like I was jumping in on, on, into the, like the heavy barbells and started squatting from a squat rack. And these are the years when I couldn't even lift the barbell up to the squat rack on my own. I needed to ask somebody to help me put it back up into the squat rack so I could actually get under it to squat. So I said to her, I was just like, you know, mine was caused um, because I, uh, you know, I also worked with a physio and then I trained, I was trained to become a PT and um, was able to correct my own form and then do the exercises that was required and stretches and stuff like that. So, but mine was caused from poor squat form from when I was starting to squat and do some weight training and I didn't quite understand how to do it properly and also a lack of activating and using my glutes, which is your, your butt muscles. And she was just like, oh my God, me too. I you know, spent so many years squatting with the wrong form and now I've got this hip impingement and I feel you, I had the same problem. Like I just, I couldn't even lift my leg above this point. You just get this pinching movement. Um, you know, you, you, you lose your range of movement with certain exercises and you're unable to do certain exercises. When you feel pain, the general rule of thumb is if you feel pain, don't do it. So, um, so we both had this similar experience of having poor form with our squats and other movements. We hadn't been trained how to move and do the exercises properly. We just dived straight into it and attempted to do it on our own. We weren't using the proper muscles. So we were quad dominant. Now your quads are basically your thighs. And a squat is a quad dominant exercise, but you also need to be firing up your glutes and using your glutes and activating your glutes to do these exercises as well. 
And the glutes are the biggest muscles in the body, the biggest muscle group in the body, which really they should be the strongest and they can be the strongest. However, they're also the most laziest. With our sedentary lifestyles and we're always sitting down on our asses, we just don't use them. And then when you need to use them for certain exercises, not even exercises, even just everyday life, walking up and down stairs, riding a bike, getting in and out of a car, sitting, sitting down and standing up from a chair, you should be using your glutes, but rarely we do because we don't know how to actually activate and use them properly. And that was the problem with me and this lady. And then we ended up with this hip impingement, this hip injury, this hip pain, which was limiting our exercise movements. It was limiting our everyday activities, uh, just as simple as walking up and down stairs and getting in and out of a car. And I said to her, I said, look, these are my, these are my tips. If I can give you anything, like it's great that you're working with a physio and a PT to learn the proper technique and form. Like that's number one thing is to, you know, learn how to move and do these exercises properly and it takes time I said to her it took me two to three years to fix my form and technique move properly and also do a lot of work on my glutes to strengthen them and teach my body how to activate them when they were needed and it takes time. A lot of people like, you know, in this day and age where we want things to happen today, I'm, I'm guilty of that, 100%. Like, if I want to learn how to salsa, I want to be able to learn how to salsa today or overnight. I don't want to take months and years to master salsaing. I'm still, that's still a work in progress, by the way. And I said to her, just take, you have to be persistent because these exercises are so boring as well. Like, what you have to do to fix your pain the exercises, the rehab exercises, the stretches, the activating, the strengthening can be really tedious and really boring. So, you know, have a think about it. Like when we both said this to each other, I'm just like, I, I never did these workouts at home. I never did these exercises at home. And that's exactly what your physio wants you to do. But you don't do them because it's just so boring. Like life just takes over. Other priorities take over and you just don't do them. So I said to her, you need to figure out a way that you can stick to and continue doing these exercises because it takes time like like I said it took me it took me like two to three years to manage and fix this pain that I was experiencing so that I had full range back and full motion to be able to do exercises pain-free again so I said to her my the best tip I can give you is to incorporate these exercises into your workout so when you when you come to the gym actually incorporate it in your workout. So I would always do the activation exercises as a part of my warm-up with some dynamic stretching. And then I would choose, you know, I would be doing my my main exercises, ones that didn't cause pain because a lot of squatting and lunges and, and step-ups and things like that would cause pain. So my exercise program would need to be exercises that didn't cause pain, which is annoying and frustrating in itself. And then create supersets and triple sets where you're making it more interesting so you're doing your main exercise so you're getting that strength you're getting that sense of accomplishment um, with your exercise you know it's an exercise that you enjoy doing more and then during what would usually be your rest time which is usually about 60 to 90 seconds maybe even two minutes depending on how heavy you're lifting or light you're lifting um, that will determine how long your your rest time really should be do a superset so like do those rehab exercises as that in during that rest period 
so that you're getting the rest, you're resting the muscles that you're using for that main exercise, and then you're also getting your rehab exercises done in a less boring way. And, you know, bonus point, you're burning more calories and just achieving more in a, a like less amount of time. So, yeah, do it that way. A superset is two exercises done back-to-back, and a triple set is three exercises done back-to-back with a little rest in between. Or if you're doing rehab exercises, maybe you don't even need a long rest in between doing those larger compound exercises again so that was like one tip that I gave her and she was just like good good tip because yeah as good as my intentions are to get these exercises done at home I just never do them so yeah so do those exercises incorporate them into your warm-up especially the activation exercises so you can get your butt muscles firing for the lower body exercises that you're going to be doing and then also incorporate them into doing some supersets and triple sets and then also at the end of your workout you want to do some stretching that's one this is one thing that i didn't actually talk to her about was the importance of mobility because if you've got tight muscles in certain body parts in certain areas then that's going to cause imbalances with you know for example if you've got tight quads or tight hamstrings your pelvis is going to be shifted in a certain way and a lot of people get what i call instagram butt where their butt sticks out and you've got this large curve in the back and I had, this is what this is what my problem was. I had, um, it's called lordosis. Like you've got like a larger curve in your back. You have a forward tilting pelvis. And um, it creates, yeah, it just creates these imbalances. And then you end up using different muscles to do certain exercises that should be dominant in other muscle groups. So mobility and stretching is also a really important part. And that's kind of the bonus tip that I wanted to, to bring up with you guys as well is, uh, that stretching, even as as boring as that can be, if you don't, if you're not that into it, like if you're not a yogi or anything like me, like stretching and rehab exercises for me is a really, are a really tough thing to get into because they're just so boring. So incorporate it into your workout. You can even do stretches um, in between doing exercises, but I I personally prefer doing stretches at the end of a workout. Leave yourself you know, 10 minutes, even even five minutes, five to 10 minutes at the end of your workout to do some stretching. Stretch out those main muscles and joints so that you can keep some good mobility and the body working optimally. So yes, so our body just can't handle what it used to when we were in our 20s. And me and this woman, we said this to each other as well. You know, we, we used to, the way that we used to train was a bit more, it was a bit more hardcore. It was just, we wanted to feel sweaty. We wanted to feel sore. And we didn't really know that we were causing future problems for our body until we get, you know, I think it was late 20s for me. I think she was in her 30s. And until it was later on down the line, years and years after training and thinking that we were being fit, doing the right thing, but we, were, we had poor form of technique. We weren't activating and strengthening and using our glutes properly and we probably weren't stretching enough. I can't really speak for her because we didn't have that conversation, but I definitely wasn't stretching anywhere near enough. So what happens years down the line of of doing these things, not having the right, the correct technique, not using our glutes properly and not stretching, we end up with this these pains, these joint pains that is affecting the way that we can move, the way that we can train, the way that we can just move in everyday life. So just some things to be wary of when you are training, train, you need to train now for your 30s, thinking about your 30s, train, yes, you can still train hard, but train smarter. Don't go all high intensity and no 
focusing on resistance training. Don't just go all cardio. You really should be prioritizing some resistance training, whether it's weight or unweighted. And you really should be focusing on glute and core training as well, making sure that you're activating your core properly and you are activating and strengthening and using your glutes properly. And this isn't just when you're exercising, it's in everyday life, in everyday activities. This is when it counts. That's what we're training for. This is how you are going to keep your body fit, young, toned as a bonus, strong and injury free. Because as we get older, we're going to be more injury prone because we start to lose muscle mass. We start to lose bone density. We start to become more sedentary. We stop moving more. Like if you think about it, when we're babies, to get stronger, you simply do these exercises. You sit up or you stand up, you sit down, you push, you pull things, you pick things up. And that is how you build the strength to do these things. As we get older, we stop doing these things. We become more, we become more sedentary. If we're injured, we stop moving. And rest is not rest is not recovery. Rest is not rehab. We should, be, can, we should be continuing to move, especially as we're getting older. The worst thing you can do is become sedentary and rest if you're injured. Like Obviously, there's certain injuries where you should rest, but you should continue to move. Keep your body moving. Keep your body strong. Keep strengthening your body. This is why we should prioritize resistance training, whether it is body-weighted or weighted, using equipment or no equipment. And you know, cardio is important too. But yeah, definitely prioritize your resistance training because that is what's going to keep you stronger, leaner, fitter, younger and injury free for much longer because as we start getting older, we stop using these things. So it just makes sense, right? Just keep doing these things. Keep sitting down, standing up, walking up and down stairs, picking things up, pushing things, pulling things, all with the right form. So make sure if you don't know if you are moving with the correct form, if you don't know if you're activating and using your glutes and your core properly, ask for help. Stop trying to do it alone. So ask for help. Get an expert's help. Like I was watching videos and reading books and mag- and magazines and stuff like that and I was still moving incorrectly. So it's just invaluable. It's just so, so valuable to have somebody to show you how to move properly because later on down the line, it's going to save you time, money, and and pain if you had have just learned how to do all these things properly in the first place. So yes, that is it for me, from me. Um, had a very interesting conversation yesterday, which I thought you guys could benefit from hearing from both my personal story with dealing with hip pain and also the lovely lady that I met yesterday with her going through her rehab at the moment. It was awesome to be able to help her and give her tips about what I had experienced to let her know that it takes a lot longer than what you think it's going to take and to just persevere, find ways to make sure that you can adhere to the plan and continue doing these exercises. And uh, yeah, so we can all continue living on fitter, stronger, younger and injury free. I really hope that was helpful. I love to hear from you guys, whether it's a review of the podcast, letting me know that this was helpful and that you're loving listening to this. It also helps the podcast to get seen because the more ratings and reviews and views I get, the more people will see this, the more people I can help. So please, if you loved this show, leave me a five-star review, leave me some feedback, get in touch. Send me an email at hello at tanyanfitness.com any questions because then I can make more podcast episodes out of that as well. So thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to speaking to you next time.